CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham, web references in the script can be found either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News for Sunday the 22nd of January 2023. Here are the main news headlines, RSGB elections, RSGB plan, band plans, RSGB convention videos. Could you help to shape the future of amateur radio? The RSGB is looking for volunteers who are willing and able to give their time and enthusiasm to ensure that amateur radio and the society continue to develop and thrive. There's still time to stand for the eight elected roles. Would one of these roles suit your skills, experience and enthusiasm? You can stand for RSGB President, Elected Board Director or for one of the five regional representative roles. The closing date is the 31st of January and the results of the elections will be announced at the AGM on the 15th of April. Candidate packs and information about the nomination process can be found on the RSGB pages. The 2023 RSGB band plans are now available online and in the February edition of RADCOM. Whilst there are no formal changes compared with 2022, an accompanying background article explains what may be in prospect in the year ahead, which has both major IARU and World Radio Conference events. The band plans can be viewed by visiting the RSGB pages under Band Plans. As a benefit for its members, the RSGB has released two convention videos just for members to view. Peter Duffett-Smith, GM3XJE, talks about the input impedance of feeders, whilst Sprinkles or Mirrors, the presentation by Chris Deak and G4IFX, di- discovers the true nature of 6 meters sporadic E. Both videos are available on the RSGB online members portal, Over the next few weeks, the Society will release more videos into this portal, so RSGB members have the benefit of watching these presentations first. Log into the RSGB website or go to rsgb.org forward slash videos, then choose the Convention Lectures section. RSGB District Representative Martin Vincent, G3UKV, was interviewed on BBC Radio Shropshire recently for Learn Your Name in Morse Code Day. Martin spoke to Michaela Wilde about amateur radio, CW, and his club, which is the Telford and District Amateur Radio Society. He gave a demonstration on how to send his name in Morse code and played an example of what Morse sounds like in a contest on the 40-metre band. You can hear the interview on BBC Sounds, where Michaela was sitting in for the Mark Elliott show of the 11th of January. The interview starts at 12 minutes and 5 seconds into the programme. The Cray Valley Radio Society will be running a two-day face-to-face foundation licence course on Saturday the 4th of Saturday, uh, Saturday the 4th, excuse me, and Saturday the 11th of February with a paper exam on the second Saturday. A few places remain available on a first-come, first-served basis located in Eltham in London, SE9, the course will provide practical advice and instruction to assist candidates in setting up a station. For the online application form, please go to cvrs.org and open the training tab. 
The New Brian District Amateur Radio Society is running an intermediate licensed training course on the weekend of the 18th and 19th of March. This classroom-based course runs from 9am to 5.30pm both days and is held in a quiet village hall near New Brian Barks. Each course is limited to eight students, enabling the trainers to provide higher standard of training to each student. The team of six instructors, each specialising in a topic, will help you gain all the knowledge you need to pass the intermediate exam. If you're interested or know somebody who might be, then please contact the course secretary, Lloyd, M5LDF, via m5ldf.uk at gmail.com or complete the online inquiry form uh, via nadars, that's n-a-d-a-r-s dot org, dot uh, org dot uk, I should say. Now for details of rallies and events, the Lincoln Shortwave Club Winter Radio Rally will be held on Sunday the 29th of January at the Festival Hall Caster Road Market Raisin, LN83HT. Doors open 9.30 and entry is £2. Refreshments available on site and talking is available on 145.375 MHz. Uh, for more information, email graham via contact at m1dhv.co.uk. The Canvey Island Rally will be held on the 5th of February at Cornelius Vermoden School, Dinant Avenue, Canvey in Essex, SSA 9QS. The rally is expected to have the usual hive of activity with plenty of traders and an indoor boot sale. Hot food and drinks will be available. Contact Sears, S-E-A-R-S dot enquiries at gmail.com for further information. The Mid-Cheshire Amateur Radio Society Radioactive Fair will be held on the 12th of February, that's Sunday. The venue will be Nantwich Civic Hall, Market Street, Nantwich, CW55DG. Doors open 10 o'clock, admission £5. Wide variety of trader stalls, uh, bring and buy platform. And refreshments and snacks will be available. Parking immediately adjacent to the hall. More information, Radioactive Fair, that's F-A-I-R, radioactivefair.co.uk. West Manchester Radio Club's Red, Red Rose Rally will take place on Sunday the 26th of February. The event will be held at St Joseph's Hall, Lee, WN72PJ. Free parking, cafe services and a raffle amongst the attraction, attractions for further... Information visit wmrc.co.uk forward slash rally dot htm. Now for special event news throughout the month of January 2023, Western Supermare Radio Society will be operating special call sign GB4WSM, celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Society's formation on the 3rd of January 1923. Special event station GB2KW will be active until the 28th of January, the station, located near Inverness in Scotland, will be using vintage equipment manufactured by KW Electronics Limited during the 60s and 70s, QSL via Logbook of the World. Special call sign GB2WC will be active on the 31st of January, operating to promote World Radio Sport Team Championship, due to be held in July in conjunction with the IARU HF World Championships, more details about the World Radio Sport Team Championships can be found by visiting wrtc.info. DX News, Andres, or Andres, I think it's pronounced, SM0HPL, will be active as 5X7 Whiskey from Uganda until the 23rd of January. He operates a QRP station using vertical antenna 
four stories up in his accommodation block. He'll be using CW FT8 FT4 on the 40 to 10 meter bands QSL via M0OXO's OQRS page, logbook of the world and EQSL. Chris WA7RAR will be active as 8P9CB from Barbados, NA021, until the 25th of January. He'll be operating using SSB and some CW on the, 10 to, uh, on the 20 to 10 meter bands, QSL via logbook of the world, or directly to his home call. If you're interested in logging Jersey EU013 on top band 160 meters, then the next CW Worldwide 160 meter CW contest could be your opportunity. Bob GU4YOX will be operating from Jersey as Mike Japan 5 Echo in the contest next weekend. QSL via logbook of the world directly to Bob's home call or via the Bureau. More details to be found on the mj5eqrz.com page. Contest news, the UK 6-metre group winter marathon began on Thursday the 1st of December last year. The contest will run until the 31st of January this year, using all modes on the 6-metre band, the exchanger signal report and locator. Tuesday the 24th of January, the SFH SHF, I should say, UK Activity Contest runs from 19.30 to 22.30 UTC. All modes, exchange a signal report, serial number and locator. Wednesday the 25th, the UK and Ireland Contest Club 80-metre contest runs from 20.00 to 21.00 UTC. CW only exchanges your six-character locator. The CQ Worldwide 160-metre DX contest runs from 2200 UTC on Friday the 27th of January to 2200 UTC on Sunday the 29th of January using CW only. The exchanges signal report and CQ zone American stations send their state, Canadians send their province. The British Amateur Radio Teledata Group Ritty Sprint runs from 1200 UTC on Saturday the 28th of January to 1200 UTC on Sunday the 29th of January. Ritty only. The exchange is serial number. Now for the radio propagation report compiled by G0KYA, G3YLA and G4BAO. The solar flux index has continued to remain above 200, they write which is good news for the upper HF bands. 10 metres continues to surprise, with 10 metre FM around 29.6 MHz, bringing transatlantic contacts to many. AM around 29 uh, MHz is also beaten by the clock. AM around 29 MHz is also bringing some exciting contacts. The sun is, cons- is currently peppered with spots, with the recent solar, act- uh, solar flux index of 234 being the highest since 2014. But solar flares and coronal mass ejections remain a threat. We've had n- numerous M-class flares over the week, but nothing stronger. The KB index hit 4 on Wednesday the 18th due to a glancing blow from a coronal mass ejection and we can expect it to rise again on Friday or Saturday due to an earth-facing coronal hole. The Chiltern and Fairford isomersons remain offline so please select DURBS, that's D-O-U-R-B-E-S, if using propquest.co.uk. The critical f- frequency as measured at DURBS remains above 7 megs from around sunrise onwards, giving an MUF over 3,000 kilometres more than 30 megahertz for much of the day. So make the most of 10 metres 
which is probably at its best right now, make hay or DX contacts whilst the sun shines, as they say. The good news is that the Space Weather Prediction Centre expects the solar flux index to remain above 200 for the next week. It says the KP index might rise again to perhaps 5 on the 26th or 27th, but may otherwise be 2 or 3 in the early part of next week. VHF and up, the overall weather pattern remains very changeable, but with a tendency to form high pressure initially to the south, more generally after midweek. In terms of propagation, a welcome return to tropo conditions is likely, although it may take a while to develop more widespread lift conditions. Sometimes it takes high-pressure region to become a, a, a cloudy high to give the best chances of widespread tropo. Ideally, the high needs to be located such that cloudy Atlantic air can move in across the country underneath the temperature inversion. It's still worth checking for aurora, as the sun is very active at the moment, but it's probably a good time to put away sporadic e-thoughts until spring. Random meteor scatter is always an option around dawn, but we're now into the meteor shower minimum period that lasts until the lyrids in mid to late April. Yesterday, moon perigee means that EME path losses are at their lowest, but will slowly rise throughout the week. Declination is rising and goes positive on Thursday, so moon availability windows will lengthen. 144 meg sky noise is low all week, only going much above uh, only going much above 300 Kelvin next Saturday. And that's all from the propagation team this week. That's all from me also until next week.